0: A single soul The China Burl does that fing it grows up. You. Hi everybody, welcome to Living Life. Today's lesson is Paul's arrest. And it's for the date July 31, and we're going to be in Acts 21, verses 27 through 40. So in today's message, we're going over Paul's arrest in Jerusalem. And uh, it's interesting because Paul's life comes full circle. Uh, It wasn't very many years ago in Paul's life then, where Paul was known as Saul, Saul of Tarsus. And it was actually Saul who was going around arresting people. And the Bible tells us uh, at the beginning of Acts that uh, Saul of Tarsus actually stood by and watched over Stephen being martyred for the Lord. So Paul was used to arresting people, and now he became the one that was arrested. So it was a shock. It was something very surprising to him. It was something that totally got him off guard. It was just an extreme experience that Paul had. And I uh, believe that this message today, the scripture that we're going to go through today, it's going to help us and encourage us and equip us and get us ready so we are prepared when things unexpectedly happen to us. We go through trials, surprises come, and that's what the lesson is all about today. So let's begin and let's look at the passage.
1: Acts chapter 21, verses 27 through 40. When the seven days were nearly over, some Jews from the province of Asia saw Paul at the temple. They stirred up the whole crowd and seized him, shouting, "'Fellow Israelites, help us! "'This is the man who teaches everyone everywhere "'against our people and our law and this place. "'And besides, he has brought Greeks into the temple "'and defiled this holy place.'" They had previously seen Trophimus, the Ephesian, in the city with Paul, and assumed that Paul had brought them into the temple. The whole city was aroused, and the people came running from all directions. Seizing Paul, they dragged him from the temple, and immediately the gates were shut. While they were trying to kill him, news reached the commander of the Roman troops that the whole city of Jerusalem was in an uproar. He at once took some officers and soldiers and ran down to the crowd. When the riders saw the commander and his soldiers, they stopped beating Paul. The commander came up and arrested him and ordered him to be bound with two chains. Then he asked who he was and what he had done. Some in the crowd shouted one thing and some another, and since the commander could not get at the truth because of the uproar, he ordered that Paul be taken into the barracks. When Paul reached the steps, the violence of the mob was so great he had to be carried by the soldiers. The crowd that followed kept shouting, Get rid of him! As the soldiers were about to take Paul into the barracks, he asked the commander, May I say something to you? Do you speak Greek? he replied. Aren't you the Egyptian who started a revolt and led 4,000 terrorists out into the wilderness some time ago? Paul answered, I am a Jew from Tarsus in Cilicia a citizen of no ordinary city. Please let me speak to the people. After receiving the commander's permission, Paul stood on the steps and motioned to the crowd. When they were all silent, he said to them in Aramaic.
0: In today's lesson, Paul's Arrest, I am so impressed by the Apostle Paul. He experienced a very traumatic event in his life. He was arrested the whole town came against him and it was pretty shocking and what impresses me as we go through the study today is how he responded his attitude his strategy I want to learn this I want you to learn this Uh, a couple of weeks ago my family and I we took a trip to Florida and we went on a canoe trip on a river and we were unprepared for canoeing I'm not a very good canoeer But we literally flipped the canoe two or three times into the water. I lost my cell phone. My daughter lost her cell phone, lost our sunglasses, lost our shoes. We were like, wow, this is really scary. And we weren't prepared. And it took us a while to get the hang of it. And what impresses me about this study is that Paul was ready. He was prepared. And he responded in a great way. And uh, that's my desire, that we learn as we go through this study how to respond to these traumatic events. So Paul was in Jerusalem, he was at the temple, as we uh, go through the scripture here in Acts 21, verse 27, and he has a Gentile with him, a Gentile convert. This Gentile, not a Jew, but he's now a Christian, he's now a believer, he's now a brother, and he was bringing this person near the temple, to the temple, and the Jewish people got very upset They started uh, verbally attacking him. They started shouting and little by little, the group grew and grew and grew and it became a mob. It was like a mob mentality. There was literally a riot. And the people were shouting and the people were verbally attacking Paul, that he's trying to change the Jewish religion, that he's bringing Greeks, that he's bringing Gentiles to uh, the temple. And it was a mess. It was chaos. It was a disaster. They were shouting and they were verbally attacking him. And as we read through Acts 21, it escalated from verbal attacks to physical attacks. The Bible tells us in verse, 30, in verse thirty that the mob or this group that was shouting and verbally attacking Paul that they grabbed him, they dragged him, and they started to beat him with their fists. They were hitting him in the body. They were hitting him in the face. I mean, this was a brutal, terrible, gruesome scene. And it's so interesting, like who God will use on our behalf, who God will use to help us and render us aid. Because the Romans, the Roman soldiers that were there, and they were governing the province of, uh, uh, you know, there in Jerusalem, uh, they heard the rioting, they heard the chaos, they heard the shouting, and it's like, what is going on? So the Roman soldiers ran to the scene, and they saw that the people were verbally and physically attacking Paul, so they grabbed Paul to arrest him, to save him, to rescue him. They had to carry Paul on their, soul, on their shoulders to get them away from the people. So this is how uh, Paul responded, okay? This is how he responded. When the Roman soldiers arrested him, Paul said to one of the soldiers, do you speak Greek? And he said, yes. He said, can I speak to you in Greek? And that's how Paul responded, through clear communication he wanted to speak to the soldier and tell him his case. And the soldier said, well, aren't you an Egyptian? Aren't you uh, from Egypt? Uh, the soldier said to uh, Paul, uh, there was like an Egyptian terrorist that had like 400 soldiers and revolutionaries, and they're causing all kinds of disruption. And no, no, that's, that's, that's not who I am. I am uh, Paul or Saul of Tarsus. Uh, I am a Roman citizen. I'm Jewish, but I'm also a Roman citizen. And then Paul asked the soldier, can I speak to the people? Can I speak to the crowd? Can I speak to the mob? So the soldier asked his supervisor and they agreed. They allowed Paul to speak to the mob. And this was Paul's response. The Bible says that he got up and he spoke to all those people that were verbally attacking him, that were beating him. And as soon as he began to speak, they quieted down. They were silenced. And he spoke to them in Aramaic. He spoke to them in their language so they could understand what he was saying. This is how Paul responded through clear and concise communication. He spoke Greek to the soldiers. He spoke Aramaic to the people. The people were run amok. They were in chaos. They were accusing Paul of all these things that were not true. They were jumping to conclusions that were not accurate. And many times in your life and in my life, there will be people that will criticize us. If you're in a family, if you're in a church, if you work in a job, there's always going to be people that are going to criticize you and misunderstand you. So before you get mad... Before you fight back, before you lift up your fist to hit, maybe we should follow the example of Paul. Clear communication, talk to them rationally, let them know who we are and where we're coming from, and then God will do the rest. So let's close. As we close our Bible study today, uh, we're reminded that the Apostle Paul was falsely accused by many people. Uh, Many people in that town made many false assumptions about the Apostle Paul that were not true. And it reminds us that you and I in our own lives, that sometimes family, friends, even other believers in the church uh, may have criticisms or come to false assumptions about us uh, that is not true. So as we pray, we will ask God to give us uh, wisdom and discernment and knowledge on how to respond in difficult situations uh, just like that. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father God, we pray that there would be peace, that there would be peace in our families, in our marriages, with our children, that there would be peace in our work uh, situation with coworkers. We pray that there would be peace and harmony and unity in the church. We even pray for our community and for our nation or whatever nation that we live in, Lord God. We pray that people would be able to coexist, uh, get along. And uh, what we pray for is for clear communication and understanding. Yes, Lord, we want people to listen to us and hear where we're coming from. But we also ask you, Lord God, that you would mold our hearts and change our hearts, soften our hearts, so we too would be open to listening to other people where their heart is and where they're coming from. So we pray for that in Jesus' name. Amen. For a